Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Why Do I Care? I'm your host, Toby Favalora. And today, in the final episode before the midterm elections, we are going to be discussing the midterm. What what um, what has changed in the last kind of month that we've been covering the midterms? And at the end, I'm going to give you guys a little treat, and there are going to be some predictions. So without further ado, let's get right to it. So we're gonna jump right into it. The um the the elections is less than a week away, right? People are gonna listen to this on um Wednesday, and that means that it's less than a week away. There, it's um six days left until the election, and this is kind of this is the most crucial part of any campaign, right? This is like the final week. This is where a whole bunch of campaigning happens. So we're gonna talk about how you can volunteer later in the episode, but right now we're gonna break down what has changed since. I last talked about these elections. So from my uh, for previous episodes, there was the um, one on Warnock, one on Fetterman, and one on Cortez Mastro, along with kind of a, a, a larger midterm one. Um, it was a bit more hopeful for the Democrats. However, it was never very hopeful. It was always um, the House had never really looked like something they were going to win, but the Senate looked like something they could hold majority in. But recently, it is starting to slip out of their hands. So what does this mean? So diving right in, the Republicans have always been favored to win the House, right? Ever since redistricting, the odds that the Republicans control the House has been uh, has been high, right? It's been much higher um, than, the de- than the Democrats. Um, according to 538, it's 85 to 15. And if the Democrats do control it, it's going to be much, much closer. The House forecast, it, it really, it's there, there are going to be some close ones, obviously, because there's always close ones. But um, like some of the closest ones are uh, Nevada first, Texas 34th, Virginia second. What we see is that they're kind of they're really close and they're breaking towards the Republicans because Joe Biden is the one in power. Right, like historically, the party in power has lost seats in a midterm election. Right, like if historically this is what we have known, and the fact that the Democrats made this such a fight, that should be kind of a good sign for the Democratic Party and the Democratic establishment. Although, on like the larger scale, losing an election is never a good sign. But what's really interesting, I would I would say, is how close the um. Like some of the most close races, let's say like what Nevada first, Texas thirty fourth, Virginia second, Texas fifteenth, um, of the Alaskan one, Pennsylvania um seven, uh, New York nineteen, and Pennsylvania seventeenth. Those are all all those seats are controlled by Democrats right now, right? Like they they all are Democratic seats in the three most competitive. It's there there is an incumbent running, and in all of them, it seems like the Republican is going to come out on top. So what does this mean? This means that Republicans are playing, running really well and that redistricting has helped them a lot and has harmed Democrats. Um, redistricting, gerrymandering, we've covered that on a previous episodes, so check out an episode on that. It's very uh, interesting. But what we see is really just how close everything's getting, right? Like, it, it's really, it's it's getting much closer. And what this means is that it's, it's looking much and much worse for the um the democrats however the the houses always look not great for the democrats so if we jump across 
the co- Congress, jump across Congress, um, to the to the Senate, it's it's gotten kind of worse, right? Like even like a week ago, it was like the Democrats are slightly favored to win, but now Republicans are slightly favored to win. Um, once again, uh, according to five thirty eight, who is uh definitely not the most reliable. Well, okay, well they are polls are not the most reliable source. However, polls are the most reliable source that we have. You know, so it is a toss up. However. The, the the odds that Democrats holds the 50 seats that they need, it's it's a lot less likely than like the Republicans holding 51 seats. And why is that? It's because Democrats need are defending two while being on the offense for one. And it's all gotten really, really close. So as I've covered it, too, I, I've the three closest races I have covered in great detail, which you should check out. These are like the three most recent weeks. But it's basically the one in Georgia between uh, Walker and Warnock. Walker is leading, right? Walker does have a slight lead. However, with some of his recent scandals about like paying for a woman to get an abortion, that is getting in the way of his campaign. Not looking great. Pennsylvania with Oz and Fetterman. This has probably been like the, the, the Democrats. If they could flip this, they were in good shape. It, they, they had a good chance, but then there was a debate. And Fetterman had been recovering from a stroke, and he he's it's been a long thing to recovery. Um, as I talked about in that episode, just like how how aggressively his campaign kind of campaigned when he was when he was unable to, but because of his stroke and because voters saw him at the debate, it was evident that he 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 wasn't able to co- uh, form complete sentences, and that put like. Having an elected official whose health is kind of on the line, or not, I wouldn't say on the line, but if, if it um not being like the strongest of health, that's definitely it's a um it's definitely a turnoff for uh, for many voters. So then the final one we're gonna do locks uh, Cortez, Cortez Mastro. This is the Nevada one, and it's it's not looking good for Cortez Mastro, right? Like the polls, they're very close, and that's really not a great sign. They're like as probably as neck and neck as they can be. And Mastro is losing by about one point as of now. And it's really close. Like all these, um, they're, 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 they're really close. They're getting really close. And of course they're going to get close because more people are making up their minds. But what we've seen is that historically many undecideds break in the party that is not in power, right? So many of the undecided. So if you look at like the most recent poll, right? So what was the most recent poll? 2% were undecided. Add that on to the Republicans, you know, then th- th- like you got to see like the Democrats need a considerable lead. And that's why it's getting so, so close, right? Like all of these scenarios are, are so close. Every single vote matters. And that's going to bring me to my next and kind of uh, final point, because we don't have to cover governors because they didn't really get as tightly contested, except in Oregon. That one is very tightly contested, very, very, very tightly contested. And New York got oddly um, close, but um, I, I do think that New York, um, there's going to pull off a victory. But how can you volunteer? I've said this time and time and time again. You got to, you got to, you got to get out there. You got to volunteer. I highly recommend going to Vote Save America. You sign up for the Adopt a State program, uh, the Midterm Madness, all that stuff. You get a region, you volunteer, you make a difference, you make change. It's very important because 
this is probably going to be one of the most consequential elections in U.S. history. I know we said that in 2016. I know we said that in 2018. I know we said that in 2020. But every year, the Republican Party and the Republican establishment is getting more and more extreme, and they're pushing the democracy closer to to the to the edge, to where it cannot exist no longer. So there, ha- you it, it, you cannot elect members of Congress who think that the election was stolen and expect them to uphold democracy. It's that simple, right? You have to honor the results of an election in order for democracy to stay standing, in order for a republic to stay standing, and that is that that is up on the ballot this this November, and that is something that is very scary. So I, you, you got you have sitting on the sidelines. It's not an option, right? Like you can't sit on the sidelines this election. So now, after a quick ad break, I'm going to be back, and as a little fun treat, I'm going to give you guys my predictions. So yeah, stay tuned for that. It is now time for Toby Favaldor's predictions. This is it. I don't really do predictions a lot because I don't like being necessarily held to the the standards that like a prediction would would kind of like entail, you know. But we're gonna start. We're gonna start off easy. We are going to work our way work our way harder. So we are gonna start off with governors. Governors. The the ones I would like to focus on are. The uh, Wisconsin one, the Oregon one, and the Nevada one, and or Arizona, right? The, the Arizona. These are the, the, the closest ones. So um, starting with Arizona, I really think – I think Carrie Lake is going to pull it off. I think it's going to be very close, but I think the Republican Carrie Lake, I think she does have an edge over Katie Hobbs because just like the the um, the winds are blowing in her direction for the sole facts that Joe Biden is in power and gas prices are so high. Nevada, I think I would say the same thing. I, I would say the same thing um, in, in Nevada. I do think that um, the incumbent is going to be removed. But in Oregon and Wisconsin, I do think that Evers and um, Cortec in uh, Oregon, I think they're both going to um, win. I think the Democrats are going to keep those two. And then I, I mentioned earlier in the last section that New York, it was oddly close. But then again, it really wasn't that close, you know, because I really do think that Hootrell um, um, is going to win. I really do think she's going to win. However, the polls are getting much closer than anyone had kind of expected. Like, if it's like there was like the most recent poll from that I, I could find is like this thing. Um, it's an A plus, A minus rating, so it's a very solid poll, and they 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 have her losing by one point, which is very surprising to me. However, there are a lot of undecideds in that, and all the other polls have her winning. So I do think that the Democrat is going to win that race, and then for the um that that was it for the governorship. I really I I do think that Oregon is going to go to the Democrat. Same with New York, same with Wisconsin. However, I think Arizona and Nevada are going to both flip to the Republican. Moving on to the House, we're going to go to who's going to win the House. I do think the Republicans are going to win the House. I think they're going to win it by a good majority, um, like 35 seats, maybe 15 seats. Yeah, 20 seats, 25 seats. That's what I'm really thinking right now. And um, some of the most competitive races, I'm going to kind of give my thoughts on that. I do think that um, the popular vote margin, it is going to be much closer than everyone's predicting. I think it is going to get a whole lot closer, especially with kind of like um, depending on the closing week's arguments, but I do think it's going to be much closer. I do think that um, some of the closest ones are going to flip to the Republicans. I think Nevada first is going to go to the Republican. I think Texas 31st. I think Virginia second. I think Texas 15th. I do. Okay. One of the, the, um, 
the most ooh <sighs> Alaska, right? They have one district and it's it's really really close and I do I do think a Democrat is going to win. I I I think it's going to be um Pelota. I really think it's really close. She's been running a very 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 good um campaign. I I do think I think that's going to be one of the the biggest upsets uh this election cycle. I do think that they they're, they're going to pull that off. And um for most of the other ones I already talked about Texas 15th, I believe. I I do think that the Republicans are going to win and same with Texas um 34 Fourth, I do think that the Republicans also going to win there because um, it's two incumbents against each other, right? So because of redistricting, redistricting so that's I, I feel like that's going to happen. I do think that the uh, the Democrats are going to lose the House by a um, kind of significant margin. So that's something. I don't know how people feel about that, but if if you if you don't like my predictions, then good thing you can still make change and you can try to change it. Now for the Senate, the Senate, the Senate, the Senate. Oof, this is a close one. I have been torn, and I, I continue to be torn on who's going to win the Senate. Who is going to win the Senate? So my prediction is the Senate is going to stay the same. Yes, I said it. I think it is going to stay a 50-50 tie. If we go down, I do think Warnock is going to beat Walker. I think Walker's recent thing about how he's very anti-abortion, how he's been running against an anti, like a big anti-abortion campaign. However, he paid for two different women to secretly go get abortion so he didn't have to father their children. That is something that is very damning and very damaging for his campaign. Oof. Betterman and Oz, I do think Betterman, he's just run a much better campaign. And it, it's, it's, it's going to be very close. Right, it's gonna be so close, but I do think Fetterman is going to have the edge in that. And for the Nevada, I do think Cortez Mastro is not gonna win, which is a shame. But I, I do think she is going to lose. And then I, I think Mark, uh, uh, Maggie Hassan and Mark Kelly, they're both gonna hold on. I think I, I'm fairly confident in that. Um, oh, Ohio for um for one, there's a lot of Democrats are trying to get people to pay attention to the Ohio one, but I really do think that regardless, JD Vance is gonna beat out um Tim Ryan. People that haven't been paying attention, Ohio really used to be much more of a swing state than it has been, but it's it's gotten fairly close. But in the like for swing states, it's really not that close, you know. Like Vance is like a five point lead, one point lead, zero point lead, or something like around. Let's say like a three point lead, so that's within the 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 the, the margin of error. However, I'm not not positive on what's going to happen. So in conclusion, who is going to control Congress? I do think that the Republicans are going to win the House and Democrats are going to win the Senate. I do think that it's going to be very close and that nothing is really, it's going to kind of slow down the uh, the progress that the Biden administration makes. However, I would not be surprised the Republicans win both chambers. I really, I would not be in, um, I would, I would be very surprised if the Democrats win both chambers, but um, I think that could be a very welcome surprise. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. As always, please, please, please volunteer. These elections are so close and we need everyone we can. So thank you guys for listening. Make sure to share. Go to whydoicarepod.com and uh, have a great rest of your day.